Hi, I'm David Hawke from CPIT, one of the authors of a paper in Methods in Ecology and Evolution on controlling error in stable isotope analysis. The potential for unrecognised error in stable isotope analysis was brought to the attention of the ecological community nearly 10 years ago by Tim Jardine and Rick Kunjak in a seminal paper in Ecologia. Jardine and Kunjak proposed a list of steps that an ecologist could, or should, take to ensure that the stable isotope data they get from their lab are of good quality. Though mistakes are rare, they are always a possibility, and around half of all laboratory mistakes are of the worst possible kind, human errors. The worst possible kind because they are very difficult to predict. The consequences of a lab mistake for your reputation and research can be quite extreme. One of the measures that proposed by Jardine and Kunjak is of particular relevance here, the blind submission of a sample material of known isotopic composition. The idea of submitting a blind check, in other words a check sample that the lab doesn't know is a check sample, is really important. It's not that you're trying to catch the lab out, rather that you are the last opportunity for a lab error to be detected. We'll come back to this later on when we talk about the relationship between you, the ecologist, and your stable isotope lab. In this paper, we go through the procedure for preparing and testing a check sample, which we call an in-house quality control material, and analysing the data. We chose to prepare a soil quality control material because a large proportion of my research involves soil ecology. Ecologists whose interests lie elsewhere may choose a matrix more suited to their samples. Anyway, at the end of the process, we had 150 vials of air-dried soil that were identical to each other and were stable. Once the ecologist has prepared their quality control material, they submit a vial of quality control material with each batch of stable isotope samples as though the quality control material vial was just another sample. When the results come back, the quality control material result is plotted on a control chart. Control charts are widely used in all manner of process control situations, including laboratories. The rules for setting up and interpreting control charts are well established, and we include these rules in our paper. The advantage of using a control chart is that you are taking an ongoing look at laboratory performance, beyond that of your current batch of samples. Anyway, if you find an anomalous result, the idea is that it is a conversation starter with your stable isotope lab about the affected batch of samples. Something we emphasise really strongly is that this is not an exercise in blaming or pointing the finger. It's about communication. In our experience, a reputable lab will welcome your interest in the quality of its results. If you don't currently do your own check on stable isotope analysis results given you by your lab, I hope that you find our contribution useful.